Lord, I tell you, if you're a student of the word, you want to know uh, your purpose. If you want to know why you're here, you want to know how you should live. You want to know uh, about the laws of the government of the kingdom of heaven. You need to know that by way of being a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. You are in the right place and you're on the right social media platform. You're on the right television station. And I'm Dr. Larry, senior pastor here, and I'm on assignment to start a revolution in this earth and restore what has been covered up and renew what has been taken away in terms of the message of the kingdom, the message that Yeshua taught. Now, we here in the Palm of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors, we love everybody. We want you to be saved and not only saved, coming to the knowledge of the truth. We have some great people here, great ambassadors, people who are being prepared on how to teach the kingdom, how to make an effective change, and how to take everybody into the promised land, land of kingdom living, promised land of kingdom living. So let's get right back into a message we've been dealing with. We just completed a great celebration, Holy Week, seven days. I'm, 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 I'm just experience the, experiencing, let me slow down, I'm excited, the residual effects of making decisions and making sure that there is no tolerance for religious teaching. No tolerance for religious teaching. That's what that week is all about. Getting rid of all the traditional, the religious, the ceremonial, the ritual, any type of teaching that's based on humanistic religion and only focusing on the word. So I think everybody had a great time, great celebration, and we are better off as a result of it. So the kingdom foundational principles of wealth uh, we've been uh, dealing with this particular uh, area of thought that the Holy Spirit gave to us to make sure that we have a good understanding of his laws that govern wealth, that we have a good understanding that it was never in the plan of the Father for citizens of the kingdom to be struggling uh, financially, to be struggling in terms of uh, having resources in place to not only meet your need, but also supply your every want. It's the will of the Father for all of his sons and daughters to operate as entrepreneurs, to be free from being bound to any person that is paying you to work for them. Now, if you don't believe me, I got plenty of scripture for you. If you just look at Yahshua 61, you'll see in there, that the father uh, talked about uh, uh, 59, he was talking about fasting and praying, but went into 61, he was making reference to the anointing being on Yeshua to release the captives, to set them free, uh, to bring joy for mourning, to bring a restoration into the hearts of the people. Now, Yeshua got up over in the Gospels and he repeated what was written about him back in Yeshua, called nickname Isaiah, so you know what I'm talking about. He said, for uh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he anointed me to preach. You remember that? All right, everything he talked about was a repeat of what he had already stated in Yeshua, nicknamed Isaiah already. And if you keep reading for your own study, keep reading 61, you'll see that he said, I want your seed or your children to uh, serve me priests, as priests that they will have employees working for them so they'll be free to worship and serve me. Go read it. And that word priest uh, is inter interchangeable with the word representative or ambassadors. 
He said then, and he's still saying now, that he wants us and our children to be free to represent him and worship him, not to be tied down working for somebody else. And he stated that I give you employees. Now, he can give me employees if I'm the employee. So it's, it's, that's a cultural thing that was developed uh, 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 beginning in the 60s and down through there coming on up where you were told, I know I was talking to someone about this yesterday, I know I was told this. You were told to go to school, get a diploma, get a job, or go to school, get a diploma, get, go to college, get a better paying job, or try to get you a good government job. That, that, that was a product of culture. It was a product of culture, and that's what people were told. Now, I was raised in the cotton fields of Arkansas, and my daddy nor my mother ever told any of us to get a diploma and go get a job. Both of them came off plantations. Neither one of them could read or write. They never told us to go to school to get a job. They told us, you go to school, you learn how this system works how to talk, how to speak, what they are doing out here. And you do that, and once you get your diploma, you look to start you a business. If you work for someone, you only work for them to learn what they are doing so we can do it for yourself. You get your own business going. They both, you can say, were entrepreneurs because they didn't work for nobody. They chopped cotton uh, for uh, 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 wages, you understand? Uh, we picked cotton because mama didn't want to be cleaning nobody's houses. So they'd rather go out there in the cotton field and pull a sack and get paid by the weight of cotton that they picked that day. You know, you know it wasn't no money, but they chose, my parents chose to do that rather than being cleaning houses because they didn't have education. Who's going to give them a job or go work for somebody and they pay them nothing? So they said, we'd rather work for ourselves. So they just work for themselves. They used to call us the black Jews, if y'all didn't know that. Right down where the pyramid is, Blockman used to own a place right there across the street from the pyramid where it was a recycling business. And we hauled cardboard, you know, cardboard boxes. We would go out and pick up cardboard and load it on the truck until we got a truckload, take it over there and sell it to them. You know, buying and selling. Y'all catching it? And they would uh, load the scales up. They would load the scales up. And uh, what would happen, Mama knew about it. So we start wetting our cardboard down to make it way more to offset the scales. I can tell you a lot. Now, these, these people never didn't have educate, uh, you know, secular public education. They were educated. And then he saw it. <laughs> he saw the water running from my truck. He told me, Bessie, uh, y'all wetting this cardboard down. That make it more heavy. That's not right. And mama said, no, you got them scales loaded. That's not right. I see all the weight on that scale. Oh, oh, okay. Ho, 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 ho. You know, and I used to go in there into the office and take our weight ticket and give it to them so they can pay us for the amount of weight that we sold in cardboard. You know, the window was up here. I had to look over here like that. That's how small it was. And I would get it, I counted it out, and I looked at it. I said, now we had 2,100 pounds, it's 35 cents a pound. This is not right. And I give it back to him. I said, I don't, uh, Mr. Blockman, I don't, that's not right. And they just started laughing. He said, you right, son. We were just, just testing you. Just testing you, y'all, y'all Jews just like us. I said, no, you know, I didn't know what that was then. <laughs> so they called us the black Jews because we, 
wasn't going for that mess, and we wanted our money. I just said that to say this, that everybody uh, wasn't taught that cultural trash. And that's what it is. And it wasn't scripture. And mom, they never read us uh, Yahshua, your Isaiah, but they taught it to us. See, the scripture said that he wants us, as well as our children, to be free to worship and serve him. That's why Yeshua said you can't serve them both. And he, he, he wants us to be on our own and to do our own. But first, we got to uproot all of this trash that's been put in our belief system called strongholds. So with that being said, we need to qualify what true success is. See, because the world humanistic system says that financial success is based on the material things that you have and how much money you have in your account, what kind of car you drive, what kind of clothes you wear. That's why some people out here slaving and working and doing extra overtime just to get them a pair of red bottom shoes so they can show off. And don't wear the shoes but once a year. Got all them clothes in the closet that you barely ever wear, but in your mind that's telling you that you are financially successful because of what you got, the house you live in, and the car you drive. That is not, now, that may be the, uh, the rules that's used to determine whether you are financially successful in this humanistic government, which was birthed out of rebellion, and it is in total rebellion against the government of the kingdom. Y'all understanding this? So we talk about foundational principles of wealth. I want you to get out of your head that somebody wants your money. Our pastor's teaching that because he, he want to get some more money from the people. You're a bald-faced liar. I'm teaching the word. And people need to get in a place where all of us understand that money is a tool. And whether you do it or not, it, the availability has been made for all of us to be free to represent and to worship the Father and to have other people working for us, making money for us. That's why he said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for who? The wicked is the one, are the ones who are supposed to be doing the slaving and the working and working for you to make you increase. But we've got to get this stuff out of there. You know, I work. I went military, you know, and got back. I drove a truck for five years. But you know why I was driving that truck? I was driving that truck for the sole purpose to save up some more money to start my business so when I get out there, I will have money set aside in, turn, in, in case something came up and I could keep functioning. Did for five years. When I was in the military, I saved money. I had money when I got out for the sole purpose of getting my business going. I didn't have nobody helping me. Remember, my folk came off plantation. You know, I wasn't no part of no group or getting no hookup. It was, it was me and the Holy Spirit. That's who it was. And he was directing, leading, guiding, and that's why I did that. I never did that to do it forever. And check this out. I drove truck for five years, but after I got my business started, uh, the general uh, contracting business started, I, I, bought, I bought some trucks. I had a truck. I had a truck line, Kingsway Trucking. I got back into it, but I was owning the stuff, not working for somebody. Are y'all hearing? Why was that there? Because I was, I was, when I was laying on the sack in the daycare in the cotton field, that was our daycare <laughs> on the back of that cotton sack over there right behind the dog track in West Memphis, Arkansas, and up in Marion around Clogsdale, Clogsville, and those particular areas where we go and pick and chop and things like that. I was told then 
that you grow up and have your own business in the cotton field. So there are no excuses. Tell your, tell your neighbors there ain't no excuse. Just come on out of it. All right, now let's look at uh, some scriptures and before we get into where we're going. Let's look at, look at some scripture. Let's look at the mind of Elohim. Let's exchange ideas. Let's look at his original thought and idea that will determine whether or not we are financially successful or whether we are successful at all. Y'all get it? All right, now, so uh, look at Ibrahim uh, 11 and 6, call or nickname Hebrew. <laughs> nickname Hebrew. Ibrahim uh, 11 and 6. And our layers, we're dealing with the two twin layers, uh, foundation and layers of wealth, uh, increase financial stability based on the government of the kingdom idea and laws and that and, and, and those are what the two main ones are what the two main layers we're dealing with are what the two primary foundational principles that all the promises of wealth and financial increase are based on they are the foundation for all of them are the First fruits. I be I, my questions be too simple. That's what because y'all y'all smart. I know y'all smart. It happened to me when I was in the seminary back in '89. Professor Kraft taught Philippian, and I got to I, I was a straight A student. I got the dean's award, uh, uh, the uh, uh, president's award, all that stuff. And he his questions were too simple. And I looked at his question, and this can't, it, it just, and I just got, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't even move physically. I just froze. What is, and I was standing there like that, he came, I said, Smith, what's wrong with you? I said, man, this, what, what you doing? <laughs> he said, you know this stuff, you can teach this stuff. I said, but I, this, what, are you playing, I mean, this real? This is too easy. He said, look, give me your paper. <laughs> He's Mark A on Turner in, man, go on home. It was too simple. I understand. I made it too simple. First fruits and tithes. Both are laws. They have both been preset. The rules have already been set. No one can change those. That's what, those are two foundational principles of wealth that everything is based on. Now we're going to qualify what true success is. So some of y'all will feel better about yourself because you think because you don't make $300,000 a year that you are not a success. Well, I got good news for you. That don't mean you will go after that though. All right? Now, uh, Ibrahim 11 and 6, and without what? Faith. Faith is what? Your belief system. What you believe. What you believe. Here, the qualify what he was talking about is based on the word, the precepts that you have in your belief system of the kingdom. All right? Government, the kingdom laws, the word of Elohim. So he said, and without faith, it is what? Impossible to do what? Please who? Elohim, right? So if your success is not based on the precepts that you receive from him that's in your belief system that you are living by, it's not pleasing him. So if we cannot find an ideal, a principle, which is our, excuse me, our, a set of governing rules and laws that cannot be changed, that clearly states that your success is determined by the amount of money you have and the size house you have and the tight car you drive and the tight clothes you wear. 
if we can't find that, then, in, then debt doesn't please the Father. So we have to find out what pleases him in order to determine what true success is that has been already preordained by our Father that will stand throughout eternity that will never change. Y'all getting it? So he says, without faith, without what his word instructs, what his word declare, what his laws say, without that, we can't please him. You getting it? All right. And then he went on to say, because anyone who comes to him must do what? Believe that. There it is again. Faith, believe. That's talking about the same thing. The Hebrew word, among. Living out of the born again spirit that has been regenerated by the father himself living out of the born again spirit that spirit has been regenerated by the holy spirit now we back in the image and likeness of the father we live out of the spirit galatium said that we have to walk in the spirit and if we do that we won't do what fulfill the cravings and desires of the what the flesh, which is the nature, the rebellious nature that's still in the mind, our mind that has not been regenerated. Our spirits have been born again. However, our souls are being saved. That's called the sanctification process. And our souls are being saved through the renewal process at the rate that we hear and do the word. You getting it? All right. So you must believe that he do what? Exists. And that he do what? Rewards. Well, you know, I'm going up the rough side of the mountain. Good. At least you can get up there. Because you go up the smooth side, you never make it. But you go up the rough side of the mountain. You don't get knocked down the mountain. You catching this? He is a rewarder. You know, <laughs> okay. He is a rewarder. And if I've been taught to go to school, get a job, and go make somebody else wealthy and rich, I'm not, I don't have the mindset of receiving reward. You know that person you train is making more money than you are, but you're still stuck on stupid staying there because they promise you some type of retirement. And you get the retirement and still can't go nowhere. How you know the retirement money is going to be there and you putting your trust in an unjust system? The United States is in a debt that cannot be paid back right now. If the, if the people who hold those uh, debt receipts want to collect, the United States cannot pay. The only reason we are still going is because of the money that has been invested in the military. And the people know who, who, who they try to get their money from the United States, they are subject to be uh, going to war and then the United States will go take their stuff and say, I ain't paying you nothing, plus I'm going to take what you got. Now, so sit down and shut up. That's why, that's why so much money is being put in the military. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about protecting democracy. It's about getting more money and not paying your debt back. Now, you owe me money. <laughs> you owe me money, right? But you got control of everything. So you think I'm going to come ask you for something, and with one word, you can 
uh, obliterate everything I got? I'm like, no, you can, you can have it. Yeah, ain't no problem. No problem. You want some more? I'll loan you some more. You have to pay that back new. That, that's what, so we can't put our trust in a system like this? All right. It must believe that he exists and he is a rewarder of those who do what? Those who what? Those who what? Come on, come on. Those who what? Those who what? Diligent, earnest, not being two-faced. You catching it? All right, now, let's look at Aleph, Yochanan 2 and 16. Aleph, Yochanan 2 and 16. Now, we're talking about how do we qualify success. Success, including financial success, to determine whether or not the Father is pleased with my life right now. All right? Now, he says, everything in the world, everything in the what? In the what? The world is the world government, the world culture, which includes the world, world laws, the educational system, the financial system, the health system, the dietary, everything that's in the world, all the government, the MLG, all of them. The whole system that governs the world. And, and watch this. Everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the mind, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from who? So you got your little self all lifted up because you got a few dollars. That thought itself did not come from the Father. The pride of life didn't come from the Father. You got this hip-hop stuff out there, and these guys flashing money, and women shaking booty, and showing booty, and everything else, and all this, and everybody bouncing, bouncing, bounce, bounce, and all this stuff here, and the young kids doing that. You know, so they think the uh, equation of success is having money and big chains and grills and having a lot of women. Women think success is showing your tail and doing and all of this other stuff. Being sexy and showing what you got and what you can do and this is this worth it. You, can, you don't want this and all that. You know, that's the way it is. That didn't come from the Father. It come from the world. The world and its what? Desires pass away. Here's true success. But whoever, somebody say whoever, does the will of Elohim lives forever. That's success. Living forever is success. Living forever is based on whether or not I'm doing his will and not my will or the will of the world, which is ultimately Satan's will. You seeing it? Now, if you broke, that's not success neither. Because if you're doing a will of Elohim, you cannot be broke. You cannot be in poverty. You cannot be struggling. The struggle is there because of a lack of knowledge, which is bringing destruction. My people are destroyed as a result of a lack of knowledge. Then he went on to say I gave you the knowledge and you rejected it. And because you rejected what I gave you, I'm now rejecting you as being my representative and not only you, but your children also. And we wonder why these kids are so bad now. 
because their parents have been rejected and brought a curse on the kids. And I'm talking about people who say they're saved now. I ain't talking about the people going to hell 900 miles an hour when they'll tell you they are. I'm talking about these rascals running out here going to heaven anyhow. And the word coming, you reject it. You just curse your seed. And your seed blood is on your head. It's your grown outfit self. Sending that girl out there looking like that. Buying that boy condoms. Telling him it's okay to listen to that jacked up, dump, trash, poisonous, toxic music. And you buying the stuff for it. It's yourself. All right. Well, we talk, this success. All right. Now, let's go to Hazan 3 and uh, 13. We just, we, just, we just qualifying what true success is. That's all. That's all. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at the kid. And then we talk about tithes and offering and giving. Sit up there with an attitude and got the nerve to take your money and, and, and go buy a car with it. And, and, but you're going to heaven, though. I ain't mad at nobody, but we just need to get this dealt with. I'm going to make sure don't nobody that listen to the kid throw nothing up from hell at me and say, I didn't tell you. No, I told you you want to do your own thing. You had some type of lame excuse, so don't, don't bother me. I did say from hell. Have you, listen, have you, think about this. Let's, let's think. Can we have a think tank? Let's think. Let's think. Think about it. In heaven, somebody say heaven, the place, the country of heaven. You, and we know this, cannot be a criminal and live in heaven. We know this, right? Now, in heaven, there was a, one of the praise and worship leaders who used his musical influence to get some of the other uh, servants in heaven that the father created for himself, Malachans, nickname, you know, they call them angels, Malachans, those spirits of fire, pure, they were pure, to rebel against the father. They broke law. So, and we know that the scripture emphatically teaches, say, speak, let us know that immediately, somebody said immediately, all of them were kicked out, were they not? I said, were they not? Think about it. So how is it, how can a person construct in the corridors of their mind that if they were up there all the time, they broke a law, they got kicked out, that people on earth can break laws every day and go to the place that don't tolerate no lawbreakers? How can you go to heaven breaking laws on earth? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> how can you, how can you, I mean, where does the thought come from? I can break laws on earth and still go to heaven. If you go, you getting kicked back out. How is it that we think we can't live this natural earth and overcome the stuff on this earth we can't do that, but yet we can go to heaven and deal with that. Heaven is pure. Pure. Nothing impure can go there. Nobody impure can go there. 
But you can be a, a murderer, a child molester, a dope dealer, a crooked preacher, a, a, a womanizer, have sex with 900 people before you die, and just because you join Sunshine MB Church of the Northwest at the age of 12, at your funeral, they're going to put you in heaven. That's how bad it is. That's how bad it is. That's how powerful religion and tradition is and how deceived people are. Because folks right now, listen to this. Oh, oh, that brother don't know what he's talking about. Oh, keep on in. I, I'm gonna tell, listen, I want you to get the truth. But it comes to a point where the scripture said, if a person want to be ignorant, let them stay ignorant. Go to somebody else. There's a whole system, slew of people out here that think just like that. Today, a lot of people have crowded out in churches, I'm going to say churches, in churches that were in the club last night, and they feel comfortable. Anytime you go to a place or hear anybody call themselves teaching the word, and you living in sin and rebellion and you feel comfortable, it's simple. You're in the wrong place. If you want to be saved. Now, if you don't want to be saved and play around, that's the place for you. Might as well go to hell in style. So he says that the world and its desires pass away. Now, what's the other one? Let's go to Hazan. Y'all already there, right? Hazan uh, 3 and 13. I'm just, I'm just sharing the word, that's all. Just sharing the word. But we've got to know what success is based on what the words say. Are, are you getting this? Y'all getting this? All right. So when you get this, you'll stop being a criminal and breaking laws of wealth that design us to cause us to walk in wealth. And you quit whining and crying because I've been tired, but ain't nothing changed. You lying. You just told the Father he lied. You just told the creator of heaven and earth, the Lord of light, the prince of glory and power, that he lied. Because he said if you do that, he would do this. You said you did that and he didn't do this. Is that not calling him a lie? Now, it, and here's the next thing. Are there any liars in heaven? Let's prove it. We're in Hazan. Look at uh, 21. Look at 21 and 8, I believe. Let's, let's prove No, no, because I ain't said nothing. Don't never say what I said. Here we go, 21 and 8. But as for the cowards, we got NIV. As for the cowardly, unbelieving. How can we go there and we can't even? Okay. And the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexual immoral, the sexual immoral shacking people and people not married having sex that's sexual immorality you, ain't, you can't do it here's the proof those who practice magic arts the adulators all y'all that'll go to a Super Bowl when you're supposed to have your in in prayer meet you're an adulator and all all who all who they will be consigned to who? Heaven. Paradise. Walk the streets of gold. No. The fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Put that in the New King James. Let's see what the New King James say. I'm looking for the word hell because folk don't believe it. 
Oh, hell is just a figment of your imagination. It's an expression of your thoughts based on the pain and the suffering that you go through on this earth. So people, always remember that God loves us all and he would never punish any of us like that. That's the devil talking to you in person. You don't have to look for no demon. He just spoke to you. <laughs> all right. Now, I tell you what, we're going to move on. Y'all check the other, other uh, versions out on your own. Let's go back to Hazan 3 and 13. So it, it, the other one said he's going to hell. The lake of fire is hell. It's not a literal lake. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You know like the water where you go fishing? He's not talking about fire being there. You get thrown in there. What he's talking about is eternal separation from the Father. Eternal chaos. Eternal darkness. Eternal torment. Eternal persecution. No law. No order. No nothing. Never an opportunity or chance of ever having peace in the mind. Never ever again. Ever. That's hell. Okay? Now, Hazan 13 and, and 13 says, who, I mean, 3 and 13, who, whoever has, what, ears, let them hear what, who? The Spirit say to the congregations. The word church is an English word that comes from the Greek word ekklesia. It's not in the scriptures. Yeshua never said church. He never said ekklesia. He said congregation or holy nation. Ambassadors, that's what he said. So that, that's a lie. I keep telling you, there's a lot of lies in the Bible now. When you say it's the incorruptible, indestructible, indestructible seed of the word, no, hold on. There are no lies in the word. Yeshua didn't say that. If he didn't say that, doesn't that make it a lie? I said, does it make it a lie? If you, if I, if you told me I said something, I didn't say it, is that a lie? See, just like those are... Uh, White nationalist races in our state, Tennessee, up there in Nashville, have been confronted and exposed. Now all of these religious, uh, superior racist religious leaders and teaching is being exposed. That's a lie. Yeshua didn't say that. Well, you know, it was written in Greek. No, it wasn't. Quit telling people that. So he said, whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the congregation, to the ambassadors, to the citizens of the kingdom of heaven, to the malachim. The, uh, of, the ch of the congregation Laodicea write, these are the words of the amen, the faithful, and the true witness, the ruler of Elohim's creation. I know your deeds. You are neither cold or hot. This is a hypocrite. This is a two-faced person. This is a person who saved and sinning and going to heaven in a way. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. What do you do with stuff that you don't, that, that's nasty when you taste it? You spit it out. Ooh, ooh, what is that? That what Yeshua said, what is this? <laughs> you getting this? He's not, he's not comfortable with it. He's not comfortable with willful sin. He said, and you should be, no, what is, like Renee was, what, the, the, I mean, babe, hold on, hold on, settle down. Did they say that? Huh? <laughs> she was, I said, you're going to draw attention to us. 
He says here, this is what the Lord say now. Watch this. You say I am rich. We're evaluating what true success is, what true financial success is. Just because you got money doesn't mean that you are successful in the eyes of your creator. The one who have power over life and death. The one that after you get put in the ground and that body turned to ashes, he have the power whether or not you get a glorified body or not. Whether you live again or not. You say I'm rich. And rich folk, if you check rich folk out, most of them got their own religion. Don't you believe the Bible fairy tale? Don't you see the, that boot god I got out there? You, you don't see my, my Rolls Royce super cloud set? I mean, what, what you talking about? You think I'm going to go and listen to this dude talk to himself? Man, what he got? Look, look at my houses. I got a house on every island and a yacht to go with it. You actually think that I need your God? That's what you are saying when you have a little money. Can't nobody tell you nothing. You make your decision instead of studying, you're going to go to a movie. Instead of consecrating and praying, you out at the party. Instead of honoring the Lord with the first fruits and your tithes and free or offering, you do what you want to do with your money. Look at your neighbor and say, the devil is alive. Come on, look at him. Tell him the devil is alive. Find somebody and look at him and tell him the devil is alive. You can tell me you ain't got nobody. You can tell him. Say it. Say it like you mean it. The devil is a lie. He says, you say I'm rich. You say I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. I'm a multi-millionaire. You actually think. And you're not folk act. You, 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 you invite me to come to your what? Me? No, I don't, I don't think I'm coming. I got other things to do. I'm going on vacation, by the way. Just enjoy the luxuries of the world, which is only for a moment. This is the Lord, Yeshua, the Lord of life. He says, but you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. <laughs> I didn't say that. To y'all money, we got money. You understand? We don't have attitudes. It was at one of the meetings uh, Dr. had yesterday, and one, you know, the business, side business she got going, you know, we in a little bit. And uh, the lady was saying, y'all need to uh, listen to Dr. Larry and Renee and hang around rich people. And, and she went on to say, they are very economical. You better know it. <laughs> you understand? Because my richness is not based on the world system or world standards. Anytime you could go through what we've been through, and people, they were still saying we were rich. I said, I sure like get some of that money. We so rich, I sure like to have. Because they were looking at things. And they didn't know that things were a direct product of us obeying the laws of the kingdom and Father invoking his favor upon us. That we just, stuff just happened. I don't beg nobody, I'll pay you what you want. No, that's okay, I, you can just give me, oh, okay, we ain't going to argue about it. No, no problem, I take that. Beautiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in, in the fire so you can become rich and white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful rear end, your nakedness, 
and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Change. I'm standing here telling you, I'm knocking on the door of your heart. You need to listen to me. He is talking to his congregation. People are actually saved thinking like this. You got people who are born again right now still think like this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something you can, in, in, in these, how many years I've been doing this? Since 99, pastoring at least since 99, that the people who are not on the upper echelon scale of having money are more dependable. They know they need Father. They know they need to trust in the Holy Spirit just to get to the next week. They, they, they right there in place doing what they're supposed to do. But the folk with the money, you said one thing. Oh, I, I, the Lord told me it's time for me to leave. 17 dollars, see you. Because the Lord actually didn't tell you to come. You thought you were going to come and find your little hiding place. And you got your little money and flop around think you're going to intimidate somebody. I'm Ben Yacob's son. Born St. Louis, Missouri, Missouri, where? Homer G. Hospital. <laughs> when? 1961. Raised? West Memphis, Arkansas. Profession? <laughs> All right, y'all, where my time at? Okay. All right. Now, are we getting this? Now, let's go to Malachi. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I wouldn't have thought of none of this. Ever. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm just thankful and grateful. Now, here is something. We're going to go to three. Here is something. You know, many times we just go to the particular verse, sniper. But when we go to a verse, we're dealing with the whole thought. And I always tell y'all to go back and read the whole chapter. The two chapters before the chapter, before the verse that I quoted or went to to study, and the ones after that, so you can get the thought. When you're studying, you must locate the thought. Okay? Because everybody can pull a verse out of context and out of the original source of the Father's thought. He is what he think. And you don't know his thought or what area he's talking about, you will be teaching error, which so many are doing now. People taking scriptures and building their business, using their position, their spiritual positions to build their own business. The devil is a liar. That's why you hear me talk a lot about business. I don't, I don't, I was telling a lady we knew way back when our kids were small yesterday, I said, I don't work for neighbors. Mm -mm. And I said, I don't work for nobody in our congregation. I'm not doing it. Nope. Not doing it. I'm not here to build my business off of you. Well, you know, if you're pastor in business, you should call him to fix that. You don't, no, don't call me. Mm -mm. Don't call me. I'm not coming. I'm, a I'm not even giving referrals now. I know people. Not saying you're the, just the great people, and I know you're real business-minded, you'll do what you say, but I don't like this old religious stuff. Pastor got to do a favor for you, and I got to go and eat sardines where you eating good. Anyway, I just don't do that. The main reason is that there's a principle that we cannot use the congregation to build our own personal agenda. We never did it, never have did it, never will did it. If you heard it, they lied, and you can tell them we can meet, and I tell them to their face they lied. And I will have my four five on my thigh. 
in case you want to act a monkey. So I cast the devil out, then you want to act a monkey, I got you too. I don't play with them nines, that's, that's kid stuff. <laughs> get them big as you can get them. <laughs> get me a 357, a 5.8 if they got them. I will send my messenger. Here's what was what, happening now, because we're dealing with first fruits and tithing, right? The two principal layers, right? Those are laws. Those, you can't, you know, no, 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 no. You can't change it. Well, just give unto the Lord, you know, as you see fit, you know, because he don't want you doing nothing that he don't, you know, uh, quit lying. Somebody lying. I will send my messenger who, I, who will prepare the way before me, then southern Yahweh you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says Yahweh Almighty or El Elyon. That's, now, Elyon is most high. Yahweh Gabor. Yahweh Gabor. But what can, but who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire or a launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then Yahweh will have men who will bring, you see it? Who will bring what? Offerings in righteousness. And the offering of Yehuda and Jerusalem will be acceptable to Yahweh as in days gone by, as in former days. See, returning first fruits, return, I mean, honoring him with first fruits, returning tithes, and giving free will offering, if it's not done in righteousness, is not accepted. That's why we don't be staying trying to take an hour to, uh, uh, you know, receive tithes and offerings and first fruits and twisting people's arm and showing you this and showing. I had enough of that stuff. Even some conference, which I told Renee this is the last one. I'm not going to sit here 45 minutes. I've been ready to give when I came, when I came in. You got to do all that stuff and then, ah, 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 and, all, and then have uh, uh, Mayday funds, Apple funds, uh, 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 hog dinners, uh, chicken leg uh, suppers, setting this to raise. I said, what you raise money for what? Teach the people First fruits, tithes, and offering, then what they're giving will be in what? Righteousness, and the Lord will accept it. He don't accept anything that's not done in righteousness. If it's not done by way of his word, it's not done in righteousness. And he's telling us that Yeshua is the one who is checking that stuff out. So if I come to put you on trial, I will be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers, perjurers, against those who defraud laborers of their wages. All this stuff not paying people for what they worth. I said not paying people what they worth. There's someone who trained folk and they fired her. And she the one trained the joker. Then the joker come in and train and make him more money than she does. Are y'all getting this? And in our, in, our, in our business, we don't pay nobody minimum wage. We never did it. Never ever did it. I'll pay you what you worth. And I tell them, uh, and you know, young cats come in. You know, I'm, I said, look, listen. We don't pay minimum wage, by the way, so get that out your mind. We're above that, way above that. I'm looking at you based on what you know. You show me your value, and we'll pay you what you worth. Why? Because of what the scriptures say. Why get quiet? Because I, I know you didn't. I, I know you didn't try to get somebody out there to do some work for you for nothing. Y'all been being cheap. Somebody been being cheap. I'm fine. You stop that. Stop it. Don't be, if you can't pay for it, don't get it fixed. 
Don't be trying to get some for nothing. Okay, all right, get it together. Touch neighbor said, get it together. That's you, it's not me. He's talking about somebody all the way over there. When folks do stuff for me, I pay them right. I was telling God the other day, so and so. I said, no, man, no. I mean, charge what you charge. Because when I, you know, I don't, ain't nobody trying to Jew me down. If you don't respect and value my gift, go, go use somebody else. He said, okay, then. I said, yeah, just charge what you charge. Don't be, you know, this is what you charge, this is what I'm going to pay you, huh? Hey, here you go. No problem. Principle. Somebody say principle. Whew, all right, now, okay, so he said he'll judge all of this stuff who oppress the widows and the fatherless and deprive the foreigners among you of justice, but do not fear me, says Jehovah Almighty. You see this? He's telling them, now he was making reference to not only the, the return of the first fruits and tithes, he's making reference also to the ritual and ceremonial law he had in place then. Y'all getting this? When he would bring the, 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 the uh, firstborn of the flock and they would uh, do different things around the Moadibs. Y'all remember all that, right? All right. And he's also talking about right here, he's gonna, you're going to see in a minute, he's, gonna talk, he's talking about money. Ties and off. So because of the lack of people who say that they're born again, honoring the Lord with their finance, with their wealth, and with their lifestyle in terms of offering up our lives as a sacrifice, brethren, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of Elohim, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, which is holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Don't be conformed to this world system, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you will be able to prove what is that good and acceptable, perfect will of the Father. Didn't he say it in Romans 12? Our lifestyle, the way we live and how we act and do, if it's not done in righteousness, then it's giving permission for all of this stuff to happen and people are getting away with stuff that they should not be getting away with in terms and relative to the ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. We should never be treated unjust. As a nation, a holy nation, we should never be treated unjust. I don't care who, what superpowers in place, it's, it, they're getting away with it because of this right here. You seeing it? He said, I'll come judge this stuff if y'all get y'all act together and act like you belong to me. Verse 6, I am Yahweh and I do not change. So you, the descendants of Yaakov are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your ancestors, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says Yahweh Gabor. But you ask, how are we to return? Will a mere mortal rob Elohim? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings. There it is. But Chad, I don't think you have to tithe. You better close them lips up. <laughs> and that's why stuff is happening. You, you're being an agent and a spokesman for Satan. So he says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this. Says Jehovah Almighty, and see if I would not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pull you out such a blessing. Which I'm reading from. I don't like that one. Uh, I'll keep reading it, but that's not. Let me see. I'm going to change because that, that's a bad translation. Uh, what is it? Malachi? What are we at? 3 and 10? Yeah, go to the Lexham English Bible translation. 
So I don't have to go through all this and showing you this, showing you that. This is a better translation. So verse 10, let me know when you get it. When you got it, say I got it. All right, verse, he said, uh, bring the whole tide into the storehouse so that there will be food in my house and test me, test me, please me in this. Y'all remember pleasing is success? Says Yahweh of hosts, if I would not open for you the windows of heaven, pour forth you an overflowing blessing, I will rebuke the devourer for you. It would not destroy the fruit of your soil. Your vine in the field would not be unfruitful, says Yahweh of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed because you will be a land in which one takes joy, says Yahweh of hosts. Your words. Now, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He's telling them what they do and what they were doing. They were robbing them. They were not returning the tithe. They were not honoring him with first fruits. That's what they were doing. And all what he said previously about him coming to his temple and judging his temple was applying to the people who are carrying the Holy Spirit, who are temples of the Holy Spirit, you've been bought with a price, you're not your own, those people, that's who we was talking to. Talking to now, right? Okay, now, verse 13 says, your words have been harsh against me, says Yahweh. But you say, how have we spoken together against you? It, the arrogant of people with money. Now, broke folk, they ain't talking like that because they're trying to make it. They, they know if the Lord don't help them, they ain't getting no help, period. It's these little jokers got their little stuff going, little jobs and little bonuses. You know, got their little cars, little investors. You know what? You don't have money, do you? You know, you don't have money, do you? All right. He says, you have said it is useless to serve Elohim. What is the gain if we keep his requirement and if we walk as mourners before Yahweh of hosts? Well, I've been tithing for 10 years and I don't see no change. I don't hang around folk talk like that. No. And now, check this out. And now we are calling the arrogant blessed. Not only do those who do wickedness prosper, they also test Elohim and, and escape with it. These jokers out here rapping and slanging and selling dope and stealing cars and paying people nothing to get their money and just doing Fortune 5 paying politics so their companies could be blessed, uh, uh, forced labor, slavery, all people who participated in that. They think they got away with it, and they are saying, and then here are the people, the saints who are born again, say, well, they're doing all of this, and they got all the stuff, they got all the money, they got all the houses, and they, you let them get away with it. So what's the point of me honoring you with first fruits? What's the point of me returning tithes? What's the point of me sowing free will of offerings? Why should I do that when these jokers out here doing what they want to do and they, they living a life? Now don't tell me you haven't thought that. Don't tell me you have ever thought that. I'm going to drink to that. So, when we talk about giving and things like this, you need to know where we're coming from. We're doing our best to snatch some people literally from the gates, the doors of hell. Because you think money don't have anything to do with it. Oh, it don't if you're not saved. 
Hey, if you're not saved, do what you want to with your money. I'm going to do whatever you want to do. If you sp plan to spend eternity in darkness and chaos, do what you want to do. But the scripture that's told us that Yeshua is the one, when he said, come into the temple, we are the temple. Every day, he is judging us. Every day, he is looking in our thoughts, watching our acts, seeing what we are doing. See, what I do is a product of what I think. As a person thinks, that's the way that they act. Okay, we'll be in another one in this. I didn't. <laughs> we did everything the Holy Spirit told us to do. Bless you and we appreciate you. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> and those that are viewing our television broadcast as well as on our social media platforms, you can connect with us. If you're not born again and you for real, you want to be saved for real, I think you just realized that. Then just yield to the Holy Spirit. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to cleanse you. Ask him to save you. And please don't become in the... Uh, independent person. Uh, I will pastor you. I got people in different states right now we are pastoring because they value the word. Just get a hold of us and we'll be glad to help you move into your purpose for life. We appreciate